Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. Welcome everybody to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo and this week the not so stereotypical millennials will be looking back at just the last few months in the 2022 summer movie wager and our results. If you have not heard already a few episodes back, we uh, actually I guess about 10 episodes or so back now. I should have the number in front of me, but I do not. I'm really great at my job here, guys. Um, We picked what we thought would be topping the box office in the summer of 2022. We will get to all those details in a moment, and then we will get to the results of who won between my guests that I am about to introduce. I am lucky enough to be joined by Michael R. Power and Ian Walter. And wife Power. All right. So as you can tell by my uh, terrible rambling to begin the episode, I am not the one to explain what's happening here. I believe that is in the hands of Mr. Michael R. Power, who is much better <laughs> at explaining uh, what's happening, why it's happening, and what we're about to do, because uh, Mike's got his shit together, and I do not. So go for it, Mike. What's happening? Well, not really, but I, I will try to explain the best. As Just I take can. the so, credit when you can get it, man. This, <laughs> yeah, go start doing that. Okay, the Summer Movie Wager is a game where we try to predict uh, where the summer movies will fall in the box office in order of domestic gross uh, from 1 to 10. So try to rank the movies from one to 10, uh, how they'll finish for, uh, just domestic gross. And if you get it, the movie exactly right, you get 10 points. If you get it like one spot off. So if you have Dr. Strange number one and it ends up number two, you get seven points. If you're two spots off, you get five points. And if you're more than two spots off, you get three points. And if you get number one and 13 exact, you get 13 points. And then we add up all the points and we see who wins. And it's called the wager. Because we do have a little friendly, a little skin in the game, a little friendly wager between co-hosts here, where the winner gets to pick one uh, movie or show, something you know, roughly three hours oh, you long. Mean Dave, <laughs> Dave has won the last two. Um, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, one movie, something three hours long for the rest of us to watch, and then we do an episode where we review it. And yeah. Dave uh, has won the last two movie wagers, and I won the twenty. Picked... Was it twenty nineteen? And then what was it? No, it was the, the 1997. I think 97 it was and one 96, that we did. I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So 97, and, uh, I chose yeah. uh, Spawn, which we did a few episodes mm-hmm. back as well. And then 96 was was more intentional. And uh, and it was Kazam. OK, so my choice for a 1996 movie, that's exactly where I went with this. Um, is a classic that I think we can all watch on streaming right now, which is which is good. So we don't have to go and spend um, five bucks on, on a movie like this. But uh, boys, we're going to watch Shaq and we're going to watch him Ooh. as a genie. <laughs> no, we're going to watch Kazam, oh, baby. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't involved in this one. <laughs> As if I just checked my list to see if it was going to be on there. I was like, nah. Yeah, we're watching Kazam. <laughs> we're watching the movie that came 28th that summer. <laughs> 28. Okay. Okay. So it beat the Phantom. So yeah. it has to be good. Right? And I don't know which movie's worse. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We actually have not decided which one's worse. And that's uh, why we say Dave must be stopped because he's uh, on quite the roll picking terrible movies for us to watch. So anyone but Dave wins and the rest of us are happy. 
As, as long as I lose, everyone wins. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so if anyone wants to wants to go and, and hear what our ideas were, why we picked certain movies, where they were for 2022, it is episode 126. So we recorded that. And in just early to give uh, credit, we did steal the idea, borrow the idea from the Slash Film cast. They started the whole summer, summer movie wager thing all the way back on. I heard it first on the Totally Rad Show. Yes. So it's just yeah. a fun little thing. And we kind of borrowed it yeah. for our show. And, it's, and they've been doing fun. it for like a dozen years now, at least something like that. Yeah, yeah it's been a long time. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. So I guess uh, what we'll do first, Mike, we're going to go through our lists first, right? Yeah, let's just remind everyone, uh, like remind the listeners of everyone's list. So I'll start. So I had uh, number one, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, number two, Thor, Love and Thunder. Number three, Jurassic World Dominion. Number four, Lightyear. Number five, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Number six, Top Gun Maverick. Number seven, Nope. At eight, I had DC League of Super Pets. Nine, Bullet Train. Ten, Elvis. So that's those are the movies I thought would finish one to ten. And then I had we do wild cards too, which are worth a point if they end up in the top ten. So my wild cards were Downton Abbey, A New Era, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, and uh, Men. Uh, three movies that did very, very bad at the box office. <laughs> <Just> the <laughs> but they're dark horses, so it doesn't really yeah, matter. But, yeah. yeah, it's only you, you get one point if that if that goes anywhere on yeah. your list. So it's not a huge difference maker. Okay, um, my number one also Doctor Strange. My number two, uh, the latest Jurassic World movie. Number three, Thor: Love and Thunder. Four was Lightyear. Five was Nope. Six was Top Gun. Seven was Bullet Train. Eight was Minions, and then I put in brackets, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, nine, DC League of Super Pets. Ten, Where the Crawdads Sing. And then my Dark Horse picks were Downton Abbey, Bob's Burgers, and Elvis. Wow. Well, mine was definitely similar to yours, Power, at uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Thor, Love and Thunder, number two. Jurassic World Dominion. Lightyear, number four. Minions, Rise of Gru. DC League of Super Pets, number six, and then Top Gun Maverick, all the way down to seven. Elvis, Bullet Train, nope, to round out the top ten. And then the Black Phone was my one dark horse that squeaked in there, I hope, with uh, the Bob's Burgers movie and Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, as my other dark horses. You guys are loving the Hank. <laughs> <laughs> the Legend of Hank. Yeah, so my all number right. ten was nope, another low one. So not, mm. okay. not looking uh, good this year. All right. Wife power. Finish it off. Uh, so at number one, I had Jurassic World. Two, I had Thor, Love and Thunder. Three, I had Doctor Strange. Four, Lightyear. Five, Top Gun. Six, Nope. Seven, uh, Minions, Rise of Gru. Uh, eight, Elvis. Nine was Where the Crawdads Sing. And number 10 was Bullet Train. My three dark horses were DC League of Super Pets, Downton Abbey, and Black Phone. Okay. All right. So uh, in order for us to sort of go through what actually finished, we went from roughly the middle of May. I think it was around when Doctor Strange came out, I believe. And then we ended it on the Labor Day weekend. So that's the range that we're working with with these uh, this box office. Um, I think it's pretty obvious if anyone's been paying attention in any way, even if you've been lightly paying attention to the box office. But uh, we're going to go through from number one to number 10 and uh, kind of go through our points 
that way to determine who won. Mike has the results, but I don't think the rest of us know uh, who came out on top and uh, and everyone underneath that. So, Mike, what was number one? The big surprise for 2022 in the summer. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's heard about this movie, uh, Top Gun Maverick. And Ooh. it had just a crazy, crazy summer at the box office. It made like, I think, close to two billion worldwide. And it made seven, oh my God, seven hundred and five million dollars domestically. Domestically, that is yeah, insane. That's, that's just, so this is only domestic for our rankings. Yeah, this is just because we're, we're located in North America. But yeah, so it, it shattered uh, the box office this summer. The next the second movie was three hundred million dollars less than Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> yeah, oh my and God. none of us had it in our top five. No, except well, Mina had it as five, but she yeah, still only got three points from it. So we all got the least amount of points from Top Gun. None of us had it even three spots away. We all had it four spots away or more. So we were all dead wrong on this one. Nostalgia is uh, won the summer huge. It's, it's and, insane. It's insane yeah. how much it made. I, I still, as good as it can be, like whether you love the movie or just kind of like it, like anywhere in that range, I still don't, I still cannot understand how this movie made that much money. I just <laughs> don't get it. It's It's so crazy to me. Um, did you well, see yeah. it? I mean, I did. I did watch it. Yeah, I don't really think it's movie. worth that much money. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, thank like, God it's the it's my number one movie of the year so far. So it's it's worthy of the top summer spot for sure. I think. Yeah, it was a I mean, film. you know, it's it's teach your own. If you love it, you love it. If you think it deserves to be there, that's fine. Whatever, right? But I I just think that that amount, you know, if it made four hundred, five hundred, would still be a big surprise. But that amount well, puts it, I think, in the top ten of all time, which is crazy to me. Worldwide, yeah, worldwide, I think, but as a worldwide, um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think something I'm not sure about top it. 10, but the I, I agree with Dave in a way of like going into the summer, no one predicted this, but after seeing most of the movies on this list, actually, if not all of them, I think I've seen at least most of them, like 80 90% of them, it's by far like the best out of all these movies, so it does deserve its spot on just number one, I think. And I think what helped it too is it was a huge IMAX film, so everyone was going out to the mm-hmm. IMAX multiple times. Telling other people they got to check check it out on IMAX because that's the experience you want to get from it, right? So it's just like all the practical effects really came in uh, in handy and like reminded a lot of people of what movies used to be. You know, you used to go out to the theater to see these huge spectacles, and yeah, we get that with Marvel and Star Wars and DC and other films, but they're usually like heavy on the CGI and like more fantastical, right? Whereas this is like one of the more grounded films in recent memory that worked. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, I think too, it's like people like the general population or public are starting to get bored with the superhero movies. So they're just not drawing like that audience anymore as much. Whereas Top Mm -hmm. Gun really appeals to everyone. Like you've got a love story, you've got crazy action, cinematography, wicked music. So it's just, it's got something for everyone. So I think it, it has a bigger pull to the box office because of that yeah and i obviously had good word of mouth too right because you get Mm -hmm. like for me for example i had no desire to rush out and see this i was going to be happy to see it at some point but the word of mouth is what made me see it even just a couple weeks before i actually did you know like that's and i waited a while to see it but you're right i think that if it has all of those ingredients like you mentioned plus you know a decent amount of people or i've heard online buzz about it that is that good then you're yeah you're way more likely to go see it for sure 
All right. So that's Top Gun. Uh, like I said, we all got we all had it on our list at least, but we got the minimum points. Oh, so, I found it, Mike. It is number five all time domestic. Number oh, five. Snap. It is that's ahead crazy. of. Yeah, it climbed up there. It's ahead of Avengers for the first Jurassic World, Titanic, Infinity War, and Black Panther. Ahead of all of those movies. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Right. That's, that's what makes me go. Whoa, as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, so that, that it did so good. Yeah. Like compared to those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. So the second movie uh, at the box office this summer was Doctor Strange 2, the one that me and Ian had number one. Me and Dave had number one. So we got some yep. good points there. What did you guys think of uh, Doctor Strange 2? Actually, me and I had it three. So we all got seven points from it. So we all did. We oh, because you had three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was um, wondering if White Power yeah. nailed that one, but I guess she was. Just off. so close. Everyone's so close, but I, I think points are going to be made up elsewhere is <laughs> probably what it's going to do. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we, we we talked about the movie a bit. I, I, I'm i just like, I'm, I'm, I liked it, but I'm lackluster. Right. I just like aspects of it. I yeah, think I guess actually we what, reviewed that one, didn't we? Yeah, so we, we did. I think what, yeah. you, what you mentioned, Wife Power, about how I, I'm a mix of the excited superhero fan and in between with the general population that could be slightly more tired of some of it. It's the same thing with the shows and the movies for me at this point. So that might be part of it, but, uh, but it's still, you know, deserve to, to do well. Like it's not a bad movie by any means, by any stretch. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, like Mike mentioned about Top Gun for me, it deserves the second spot for the summer. Like I think it's probably better than most of the movies on this list. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy at number two. Just I guess, I guess part of our uh, our our thought process too was that like you know these movies bring people to the theater like even though it was sort of like uh, I think we talked about it a little bit on on our initial recording but like you know we were kind of thinking like what is the bottom half of this list really going to be like from one to five I think until Top Gun came and crashed everything underneath it. Like we were kind of trying to figure out like what was going to happen from six to 10. Like, how are we supposed to predict this? Because there was yeah. really like, and I think in most people's mind, like five movies that were going to dominate and Top Gun maybe was yeah. one of them we thought. And this one was a, was a sure thing. We thought for sure it was going to be like, you know, we all top. did pretty good with our list with not a lot of like, well, Huge. not split, but not a lot of, not a lot of glaring like misses, like one or mm-hmm. two most. So we actually did. Okay. Given that it was kind of a, weird unpredictable summer yeah <laughs> so number three is jurassic world dominion a movie we all had pretty high on our list it did not make a lot of money uh, up to its standards i would say that only made 375 million dollars whereas mm. the jurassic world movie was like what one the first one won the summer and made like close to a billion so yeah it um, made it was yeah it's number nine all time the first one yeah yeah like, so it, it yeah it really um it really underperformed. And I think it's yeah. probably because the movie wasn't very good. And I saw it and I didn't really like it. Okay. I don't know if you guys saw it or liked it, but number no, three, it. it's carrying a lot just on the name and just on the franchise. I think right. to be honest, which is kind right. of these, this trilogy, I think it's kind of soured Jurassic world franchise, Jurassic park franchise, in my opinion, but yeah, it's what it is. It's currently a dead franchise. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's as dead as the dinosaurs. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, this is one of those movies that I just like with people like you say, Mike, that it wasn't that great. Like, it's just I guess we just assumed that 
it's Jurassic Park, it's Jurassic World, it's got the old, you know, I think we were, I think we were excited to, to see it or see what it was going to do. And that was probably just enough for people to get to the theater, but not enough for it to, to pull people away from Top Gun, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's pretty I was hoping way. they were going to find a way to ride the ship. I'm not going to lie. I thought that, you know, Fallen Kingdom oh, was a sure. huge disappointment. But I thought for sure they could like turn it around and it wasn't as bad as Fallen Kingdom, but wasn't enough to like correct the errors that came before. Right. And, yeah, like, we were all rooting for trilogy. it. Yeah. But. Yeah. I think it's like the like without spoiling too much, it's like there was bits and pieces of the movie that I really liked. Like I loved all the stuff with the original cast, like Alan Grant. Ellie Sattler, like it was just the nostalgia of seeing them together, like back on the screen. But then, like, the movie just isn't about dinosaurs anymore. And it's just, like, it's getting way too convoluted. And it's, like, what made the first one so successful was it was just a dinosaur movie. Like, it was just a a simple movie about a theme park that had dinosaurs. And And a bit of a thriller, too. So a different kind of movie, almost. Yeah, where now it's, like, it's getting really into, like genetics and sci-fi and that and it's taking away from i think what like we loved about the original for like the original few jurassic park movies so i think that's where it's 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 failing itself it's one of those sad franchises and i wonder if there's like an episode of like franchises that we love or have first good entries that now have more bad movies than good yeah. movies. <laughs> well, it's funny you, know? you say that because Predator was on that track until Prey came along, right? So yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's a good point. Prey also, a movie that sh- that could have done well in the theater too. Now that you mention mm-hmm. it, like yeah, Prey like could have been have one of those. Probably hit on this list. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be. So, I mean, maybe it wouldn't be the maybe. highest, but it, that it that wouldn't need to be. I think enough people. This would also have. I think that I think Prey would also have like a word of mouth. Uh, boost as well because it is one of those movies for sure it definitely did for like the at-home viewer like it was it was all over social media and you you wanted to watch it right away before anything got spoiled for you so definitely had that word of mouth factor yeah but it wasn't it just wasn't in the theater no unfortunately with dominion it's like okay go back to episode 100 you know how hard we go on on jurassic park we go in (laughs) We go in deep on Jurassic Park. So we love Jurassic Park, but this is not that. And it never will. It never (laughs) will be. Like you love something, you also hold it up to a higher standard, right? That's what I always say. And like, that's true. So it's more disappointing when it's bad. You know what I mean? If it's a franchise I don't care about and it's a bad movie, I'm not going to care that much. But when it's something like Jurassic Park, that's, you know, our favorite movie of the 90s, and you're using that, the cachet and that brand and that name, and then you put up a stinker like this, it's like, we're going to go. It's hard. It's like, you you just you're more disappointed you're more let down so yeah yeah <laughs> that's what right. it is yeah all right so number four uh minions the rise of Gru. so usually or always you know one or two kids movies will make this list and just inevitable with parents kids out of school and parents chose the wrong kids movie man. <laughs> i always all chose the, movies, the wrong so. kids movie <laughs> well well some of us had this pretty high uh ian well, all, and, and didn't all of us seven have points out of it oh me okay yeah, yeah, we all had Lightyear higher than it, but yeah. some of us still got decent points from it. And Lightyear, yeah. we'll talk about later. Yeah, so yeah, I will say though, this movie, its numbers are probably like its numbers are its numbers, but it probably got skewed a little bit and messed up our list because of that whole TikTok trend thing, where like the kids were bombarding 
or like teenagers were bombarding the theaters wearing like suits and going to the movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it definitely drew, it drew in like a crowd that a kid's movie wouldn't necessarily draw in. And I think that's where like the movie was probably did better than it would have if it didn't have that TikTok trend. What's also interesting is that, you know, we talk about nostalgia with Top Gun. This Minions movie actually has, you know, nostalgia now, not for us because, you know, we're old and it came out. We were already adults. Yeah, I was but say, people shut up, who, Mike, you're making us sound old. <laughs> yeah, I know. But people who were kids during the first Despicable Me movie can now like go to the movies by themselves. Which and I think is the thing that that, that White Power is touching on too, yeah. right? Is that like that's what those those teens or twenty year olds, whatever how old they are, mm-hmm. were doing. I it feels like it was a joke, uh, but either way, if that boosted this movie by thirty million bucks, that that's enough to you know move it around. Yeah, well, it made three hundred and sixty two million. So yeah, either way, it's going to make a decent amount. You know, yeah. I think that that was sort of a given. But uh, what was this one called? Minions: The Phantom the Rise of <laughs> Oh, the Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, oh, that's oh that's why we didn't like it. That's why. Should have been called the Last Gru. <laughs> the Last Gru. Well, then I would have gone. <laughs> yeah. All right. So number five uh, was Thor: Love and Thunder. So three hundred forty-two mm. million really uh, underperformed. For a Marvel movie, in my opinion, Damn. we all had it like top two. So yeah, that's a fall. That's a fall from grace for Marvel movies and for the Thor franchise. I think uh, only bringing three forty two and coming fifth. So it's sad to see. I really like the movie. Uh, so it's sad to see it here on the list. But it's. I think it did well enough that you know. I think the Thor yeah, franchise is not top in trouble. Five, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's top five. It's. I. I. I just watched it after it came on Disney Plus, and like, it's not. Thor Ragnarok. I mean, I don't know if anything will be for me, but and that might have been a high bar. To it say. is, especially yes. for me, it's a very high bar, and um, I don't know. Maybe people were expecting something different. It could be, could be one of those movies. It's hard to say, but uh, but top five, like you said, Ian. I think you know nothing to uh, nothing to be too disappointed about. But yeah, when it, when you look at the totals, I honestly every time, like especially these like top five six movies, I'm like. Yeah, but then the the remaining one hundred million, you just shifted over to Top Gun. Like that's really what happened to that money. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And the uh, the dollars do speak. I mean, I hope we get a chance yeah. to talk about this on a future episode because I think there'll be some different opinions about this movie. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, we'll, it's, we'll dig it. We'll get we'll dig into it at some point. Well, we've yeah, all watched sure. it now. So. We have, so we'll yeah. we'll have a chance to talk about it now. Yeah. All right. So uh, the next movie, number six, was I think probably the biggest surprise of the summer was Elvis. And it's a big drop oh, off from five to wow. six. Five was three forty two million with Thor. Elvis is one hundred and forty nine. So big, oh, big drop man. off, like half of the <laughs> amount. So once you get to the bottom five, and the, it's like much, much less, um, gro- like total gross, but still uh, one hundred and fifty million. I think one hundred forty nine million. Uh, they're very happy with that. I think the I think it was Paramount. So uh, did anyone get Elvis, a chance so. to see it though? No, uh, that's the one I haven't seen. Actually, I think that's the one on the list I haven't seen. Yeah, I didn't see it either. Yeah, I, I mean, it seems like it's fun. It, it, that's the one for the boomers. I think the boomers all went out, and uh, that's probably where went, that to, went to the theater yeah. <laughs> to see Elvis. Yeah. Uh, I mean, m- yeah. m- music bio movies can be can be pretty good, but they can also be uh, the Queen movie as well, right? So it's kind of like you know, it, they're not our jam here. We're, we're nostalgic for. A lot Yo, of didn't that nerd movie things, crush, not Elvis. It, it, did, crush. it, did. it, it did, did crush, but it was yeah. terrible. That's the thing. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we got? Uh, seven now or six? Seven? Yeah. So number seven uh, right. was. So let's just Elvis. We none of us really got that right. We all had it lower. Just, just so. so oh Elvis, yeah, that was uh, that was a dark horse for me. I know that. Yeah. 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 So the next was number seven was nope. So 121 million. Okay. So no all right. Very respectable. Very respectable. Finish at seven. I actually nailed okay. that and got got ten oh, points. Damn. Yeah. Jeez. So that was that was a big one. That was me. my that was my biggest swing. I remember that. I I, I put it at five. Right I remember five, that being yeah. my biggest swing. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's not a movie for everybody, so it's pretty good where where it landed. But I think uh, the Jordan Peele thing is gets people in seats now at this point. Yeah, too. I guess it does. It's, it's impressive sure. that it does. Yeah. He's a good filmmaker. I so. mean, deservedly so. I think anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And number number eight was uh, Lightyear, probably the biggest disappointment of the summer Jeez. for a Pixar movie to only make 118 million. We all had it much higher than that. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. You guys saw it. I did. I did not like it like at all. I'm worried about Pixar at this point, which well, I, guess... I thought I would never say. But uh, yeah, what did you, did you guys see it? What do you think of it? Yeah, yeah go I was ahead, just going to say that kind of yeah. balances things out because it's like we used to say how Disney was untouchable when it comes to these mm-hmm. like summer movies and like just like box office bonanza in general. But I th- I saw Lightyear and to be honest, like I don't know, I, I really enjoyed it. Maybe it's not like the biggest kids film and everyone thought it was going to be a kids film, but it still was a well-made Pixar film. I, th- I think like it's cool to see sort of like, I guess, a live action take, even though it's uh, animation, but like kind of trying to mimic like a live action movie that was it feels like it could be a live movie. action movie absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. with the way yeah, that it's so, presented so it was yeah. well done like from an action standpoint and there was cool ish story to it and i thought chris evans was was good ish. <laughs> yeah cool ish story like cool-ish. The, like it was derivative of many things in the box cool ish also like uh like it parodies in ways like many other things but like mm. it's still worth a watch because it's a fun like family movie yeah, I still I agree. I think it's still worth your time. I don't think it's at the bottom of the barrel for any Pixar movie to me, but it's it's not it's not prime Pixar. Yeah. But I think that's also because of where the movie is placed and like why they made it and where the the story is. It's sort of like a movie within a movie within a movie. Like I don't really Certainly understand one why. way to keep this Toy Story franchise alive in a way, right? Like <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess. Although with the way four ends, they could keep going. But anyways, whatever. Uh Wife yeah. Power, you're gonna say something. I was going to say, like, I think the I think what's happening with the Pixar movies lately is Pixar is forgetting who they're making movies for. Like they're they're animated movies. They're supposed to be for kids. Yes, they have like they've always kind of had like slightly adult like undertones to them where like parents enjoy watching these movies with their kids but now it's completely flipped the opposite way where it's like this is completely like it's it's more of like an adult like Mike and I were even saying like we were watching this with our our um, daughter and we were kind of saying like some of this is a little bit violent like for her to be be watching that and that to me as a parent like that's not something I should be concerned about when watching a Pixar movie and like she she was completely bored with it. She had no interest mm, in it okay. whatsoever. She she didn't really talk about the movie after it was over. Whereas if like if we show her like a Finding Nemo or an Incredibles or even like original Toy Story, like 
she loves those movies. She has so much fun with them. Like she talks about them, even Monsters Inc. Like, yeah. And that's where, like, <laughs> we're kind of like, this is what Pixar needs to remember. That, like, you're creating these movies for kids. It's like, yeah, it feels like they're going after, you, hey, you grew up with this movie and you're an adult now. Come bring your kids. But then they're also making it for the older person. It feels yeah, like. Yeah, and our kids have no interest in it. Yeah. And it's like, to me as a parent, it's like, well, that wasn't really a fun movie experience with my child because clearly my child didn't enjoy that movie very much. And like, we were really pushing it for Lady or for her to like have some enjoyment because she, mm-hmm. like, she just looked bored and, so every time the cat came on the screen, we were like, oh, look at the cat. And like, yeah, even the yeah. cat didn't really like sway her. So it's just, I think Pixar is like losing who, like who they're supposed to be making these movies for. Like the the prime audience they have to remember is kids. It's like, they're supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be lighthearted. And yes, you can have like more mature undertones, like so that parents get something out of it too. But I think they're just the last couple of movies that we've seen. Like, yeah, they're good movies, but are they good movies for kids? Arguably, no. So, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely ready. I'm definitely going to. I mean, I don't, I don't have a kid to to sit through the movie with. So your point is well, well taken and, and completely makes sense. If that's how it went, that's how it went. And obviously, it seems like that may have been the case uh, for movie theaters and and parents with their kids as well. But like. To me, Turning Red was an amazing movie. I don't know it's for if it's for every kid, I for sure, or, or at least of a certain age. But like, if they make a movie like that and then they make Lightyear, obviously made by different teams, different people that that work at Pixar. So I wouldn't necessarily blame the team that made just Lightyear, but also they still have it. Because to me, Turning Red is excellent. I thought it was great. It was a ton of fun. So if the next one, maybe two are more stinkers then they're they're in a direction like you said but it, it, regardless if you're ready to sit down with your kid that is five and under or 10 and under and you're watching a pixar movie and it's not latching on to them then yeah then they're missing something exactly just like you were saying so there, there's there's something there let's just hope let's just hope it's not a long-term trend and it's like a movie and they and they can learn from that moving forward but who knows i mean yeah, that's true. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, where we'll are we at? Watch them all. All right. So number nine. Yeah, we'll now, still dude. watch them all. Yeah. Yeah, we'll still watch them all with our kids. <laughs> so we just hope we just want them to be fun to sit through with our kids. That's all. That's all we're asking. Just, with our yeah. kids or on our own. Either way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either way, I'm watching them. <laughs> I'm worried about nine now. Number yeah. nine is um, okay. This is the one that no one had on their list. This is the only one that no one had on their list. This is the black oh. phone horror movie oh i was number nine yeah, wow joe hill um book made 89 million dollars uh wife power and ian had it as dark horses so they got a point out of it but other than that it was uh you know it was a shocker have, have you have you guys seen this movie at all i watched it a couple weeks ago no i keep no. me i want to watch it but it's good yeah, it's a good it. self-contained thriller i wouldn't call it like super horror or anything because it's not you know, it's it's not like a, a Halloween. It doesn't feel like movies like that, but it's you know, it's a really good um, self-contained thriller horror movie that has a couple elements I didn't expect. I don't think it's like an incredible movie, but it's definitely worth watching. I, I liked it. I actually yeah. it was, I thought it was it was really good. And Ethan Hawke is like awesome 
I mean, he's yeah. just like, and the kid actors in it, there's two, mostly two primary uh, child actors in it. And they're excellent too. Um, a brother and sister duo. So it's, it's worth, it's it worth out. watching. Yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised it made it when Nope was, was as high as it was. Right. Cause I figured sometimes it's like one or the other when it comes to the horror movies, but uh, this is a surprising but, one to be honest. Cause yeah. a couple of movies that didn't make it. Um, so I'll just, this is around 10 anyways. Like for example, a lot, we all had, a lot of us had DC super pets. Yeah. There. So this movie beat out DC super pets, a kids animated Warner brothers, movie with superman batman ip being used in the with summer, the rock like, and the rock and kevin hart like that is so surprising to me yeah that and is so it, it was not marketed whatsoever i can tell you that much like no, i, didn't I don't remember seeing about anything about it yeah yeah, yeah. And it was those two names on it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost like oh yeah because you because you watched it right you guys yeah you we watched it with our daughter too and we, we had i had her so hyped up for it we had bought her crypto t-shirts and because i want uh, like, i'm always encouraging her to get into comic books and superheroes so any entryway in yeah i was hyping it up for her all summer and then you know superman doggy movie she was so happy to see them watch it and it was just a stinker and she well was it at least entertaining it. for the kids no, no it wasn't no. oh really yeah. yeah i think yeah. the problem is is like because yeah. we had got her so much super pet stuff to like lead into the plot so it was like she was familiar with the characters who they're like superhero person yeah, we have a graphic was. novel that we read with her yeah. yeah and then the movie was like how they become the super pets so she was kind of like well when are they superheroes <laughs> she's like already she's like she sees the dog and it she's went like well, full that's origin story with it yeah, yeah. 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 so it was just yeah. i think it was like a little Strange. bit lost on yeah. on her because she was like well, no, that's Batman's dog. It's like, why is he just he's a regular dog? He's not Batman's dog till the very end of the movie. So what? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's so silly. it's like, oh, that's crazy. it's just you're kind of yeah. just like waiting around for it. You're like, well, when it, when do they actually become like the only one that's actually a super pet is Crypto. Crypto also doesn't have his powers for like three quarters oh, of the man. movie. Yeah, it's just what I don't know what they were what committed they were a studio sin. They're playing the lawn <laughs> game, thinking that it was yeah. gonna be a smash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah and I think it okay. just because they had so because there was stuff out there already that like tell you like okay this pet is like this belongs to the superhero and this is what their powers are and like all that stuff and then to go back and watch a movie where they're just regular animals you're kind of like well it's a little bit like yeah, yeah i think it was boring. my biggest disappointment of the summer to be honest with you even though it's like not a good movie it's like i wanted it to get a wanted her to get into it and start loving crypto it'd be so cute like he's a dog she loves dogs like but it's like, I can't watch that movie again. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be on, uh, like, we were going to watch again and again and kind of get into yeah. it. But it's like, I can't. I can't and she, it it's been she didn't DC's really have interest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really have interest to watch it over and over again either. No. Like, when we showed her The Incredibles, she was in love. Yeah. Like, just every day, I want to watch The Incredibles. Mm. Like, so we we thought this was gonna it's be like movie. her new Incredibles. She was just she, she wanted to watch Clifford the red hey, the big red taste. dog. Wait wait wait! More. Don't say don't mention that. I just mentioned how she had good taste. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> Maybe she just really likes the color red. <laughs> it's it's like the, it's like these movie makers are forgetting who they're making the movie for. It's like yes, we didn't like Clifford the big red dog, but it's like the movie's not for us. The movie is for yeah. like our kids and like 
our daughter absolutely loved it and wanted to watch it over and over and over again. It's like, do we want to watch it over and over again? Probably not. But like it, the movie's not it's doing for its us. job. Yeah. 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 Well, so, it definitely sounds like the DC movie was like it had all the elements to make like it sounds like mm-hmm. it was ha- it it had the opportunity to have all the elements to make it that movie. And then what you guys said just I mean, they yeah, just they didn't let, do it. They, they let Zack Snyder do the Snyder cut of DC Super Pets, <laughs> and it was just a huge flop. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's our conversation on the black phone. <laughs> all right. and, um, oh, by the way. <laughs> number 10, wrapping it up for the box office, number 10, Bullet Train, 89 uh, million, 293, and, and black phone was 89,650, so just just squeaked there wow uh, that gave wife power a full 13 points oh, coming number 10 yeah, she nailed that so that, that gave her a lot of points and uh we'll get into the points yeah actually we should get into the points now i guess i'll just now yeah reveal so the top 10. Uh, i think yeah, that was so there it any, wife power. yeah are there any other um uh dark horse ones that anyone like picked after like eight, we reveal, I will yeah. I will talk about the drama okay. of the last few weeks of the summer. So, <laughs> drama, yes. So um, <laughs> I'll start from the lowest. So the lowest this year was Dave, thirty-seven points. Oh, there so, it is. Thankfully, we are all safe from watching another one of Dave's recommendations. So we Woo-hoo! all everybody very, wins. Very happy that That's a win. win. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. <laughs> everybody win. wins. Um, you get a win, and you get a win. <laughs> So Dave did not get any movie exactly in the right spot. And he also had two movies, uh, DC Hot Dog Storm and Where the Crawdads Sing on his list that didn't make it. So he had two zeros. So he's the only one that had two zeros. That really put you in. No Crawdads this summer. (laughs) Also, I watched that movie and it was very so-so. It was. Yeah. Okay. I want to get to that movie later. After. Okay. So Ian uh, was next. So Ian came third with 49 points. There we so go. 12 more points than Dave. Wow, I got um, destroyed. <laughs> yeah, you you nailed Jurassic World Dominion, Ian, at number 10. That was your best one. And then the rest, you got sort of 7 for time. Yeah, there. for the, yeah. Uh, okay, so it's down to me and Wife Power. So the winner, <laughs> I'll just go over the winner. The winner of the summer movie wager is me. Wow. Wow. 53 points and second oh, is wife turn of the 52, king 52 i'm gonna, so I'm, gonna audit, I'm gonna audit his spreadsheet yeah. <laughs> kind of suspicious yeah, please please do earlier. Love that 13 pointer was gonna give it to you white power so 100 percent. that's because cr- yeah. that because mm-hmm. that, oh man, that's crazy. So I like, had a zero though. I had because I had yeah. where the crawdads sing. You had too. a zero. That's also the oh, only yeah. That's movie right. Because we were at nine and ten, and you right. That's right. That was like the. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, also the only movie that she nailed. I I nailed two Jurassic World and no, but I got seven from from three different movies. And so that's, that's a lot. That's a lot though. Three movies yeah. at seven is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Solid. So. So I won, but I will say now I, I know won. what it feels like. Yes, <laughs> and I won just barely because That's because crazy. Bullet Train squeaked into number ten the very yeah. last week of the summer. Okay, and at number ten before Bullet Train was where the Crawdads sing, and oh, had before and, that before it's before the last week. Again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So where yeah. the Crawdads had eighty six million. And um and Bullet Train came in with like a three million dollar final weekend and got up to eighty nine million and just passed it. And if Where the Crawdads Sing had held at number ten, Dave would have won. He would have held thirteen points. We all would have dropped ten or, or ten or more because we all had Bullet Train quite low. And Dave would have won with like forty seven points oh or something. My 
goodness. Yeah. Wow. The Crawzaddy yeah. gods have answered. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was crazy. And I was watching that's it and I was like, $3 million. Dollars. That's, that's nothing. You were holding the win from basically all of August. You were holding it. And our only hope was for Bullet Train or DC Super Pets to climb to 10. And I was watching every week to see how they were doing. And this crowd, this damn Crawzaddy's movie was just holding and holding and it was making like three four million every week and bullet train didn't debut that good and it was crazy it was pretty that's it was true like, it that's, actually didn't surprisingly yeah. yeah i thought it was gonna be much higher that's oh man not not that i need to win again but that's crazy that it was that tight that's wild um so i would have even jumped ahead of you because because where was bullet train for you mike yeah, because I got seven points um, from Bullet Train, and so it would have been minus seven for me and plus thirteen for you. So yeah. it would have been like a twenty point swing. Yeah, yeah, it's really just you guys left me in the dust because of that yeah. one. Because of Bullet <laughs> Train, that was a yeah, huge. I still want to see on I the cross that. You know? Yeah, yeah, really, right? I wonder what the prize is going to be. For yeah, you. so the the prize slash uh, slash punishment, uh, as you mentioned off the top, we. Uh, the winner of the of the movie wager, we've done the 97, we've done the 96, we now have the 2022 one. Uh, we The winner gets to choose something that's, you know, we say usually it's a movie because we want to say that's, you know, you don't have to sit there and watch 10 episodes or anything like that. So it's less of a commitment. We all have to watch what you choose. And then in a later episode, sometime over the next couple months, we will review that movie. As we mentioned before, we've done that with Spawn this year. And last year we did it with Kazam. And uh, also we did it with uh, Big Trouble in Little China as well. So those were. That's right. So my last pick when I won uh, the last summer movie wager that we did, like actual summer, not. Yeah, 2019, I guess it was. Yeah, Uh, I picked Big Trouble in Little China. So this time with my pick in 2022, I'm going to go back to the 80s. I'm going to go back to John Carpenter and Kurt Russell, and I'm going to pick Escape from New York. Oh, and I have never nice. seen it. I know it's a cult, nice. like a cult classic. And I just thought it was perfect fitting back in my day. Let's go back to the See, 80s. This is why I like it when you win. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen it. I really liked Big Trouble in Little China. I hadn't seen that either before we before I chose that. And we did that. So I think it could be fun. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen New York. I've, I, I, You know what? If I think back, it's probably a mix of this Escape from L.A. and uh, Big Trouble in Little China that are just meshed together in my head when I grew up. So I, I probably honestly haven't seen this. Definitely not from start to finish. Um, so that that's nice. I like it. I like it. Nice. And uh, Ian's right. It is good when you pick movies because clearly I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, okay, John Carpenter and Kurt Russ are always a good combination, but I shudder yes. to think what we would have gotten if you had won again. <laughs> well, do you want to know? Because I did have a pick. <laughs> Go for I it. Don't know. Okay, if you want, I'll, I just won't pick it next time if I win. I was gonna pick the first Ninja Turtles movie. I want to. I want to rewatch that movie. Yeah, oh, damn, um, one of so my favorites. Not, yeah, 19, I haven't seen episode. it. In, yeah, I haven't seen it in so long, and uh, I I just looked up a random. I'm like, let's type in 1990, and that was one of the first ones that popped up. I was like, that's actually, you know what? Yeah, I would watch that. Although, again. Mike, you don't want Dave to ruin another childhood classic for you because you did have yeah. fond memories of Spawn going that's into true. it. Yeah, that's true. This is Dave's 81. out to ruin all my... Dave's out to ruin all my <laughs> I'm out to get your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't that 90s cheese. This is that sweet, sweet 80s cheese. It's much yeah, that's, so that's... Yeah, yeah so Escape from, Escape from New York you picked, right? Not LA? New York? Yeah. New York, the first one, yep. 
All right. Well, we're going to have to sit down and, uh, and, uh, well, I'll pass you the crown, Mike. And then, uh, over the course of the next couple months, I'll, I'll promise sometime in the next couple months, we'll have an episode that'll be just about that movie. And, uh, I'm sure we'll get into other discussions as we talk about it, but, uh, but that will be our 2022 summer movie wager, um, results movie of choice. Mike, congrats, man. Good stuff. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Might as well be a crowning <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Might as well, yeah. I'll insert some sort of music here, some sort of royal ascent music of uh, passing over the crown. I'm sure, John myself. Carpenter's score will suffice. Yeah, so we have uh, we have that behind us now. We'll, we'll look forward to what's coming up because this year we've done a lot looking back on 1997, which is why we did the 97 movie wager. We aren't quite in 2023 yet, but 1998 is around the corner because we're going to go 25 years back. So we'll have a movie wager next year on that as well. And movies to look forward to in 2023. I think uh, it might be a little bit more loaded than it was this year because so much has been pushed. Um, yeah, and uh, I think that just gives us more to feed off of at the box office. Whether you watch something at home or whether you go to the movie theater, either way, I think next year's going to be jam packed with uh, with good stuff. And even outside of the summer, I think this year's had a, it's been pretty good for movies for the most part. So I think uh, I think we're kind of spoiled still. Either way, <laughs> I think we've been doing okay. Um, well, certainly glad Top Gun waited as long as it did to release because that was uh, yeah right because well it may have. It. Yeah, yeah, it was. It would probably have done decently well, but maybe not quite number one. Um, if it came out in 2019 or whenever it was originally supposed to be coming out. So, um, so if anyone hasn't heard yet, we are uh, going through She-Hulk episodes at the moment. If you're listening this to this in uh, the second half of 2022, and uh, we've talked about the first episode on the main feed, and we're going to talk about the in-between episodes. Uh, on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash back in my day. And uh, we'll return for the finale back on our main feed in the next several weeks as well. So look out for that. And uh, Mike, before we get out of here, where's everyone else following our stuff online? Yep, the best place to find us is uh, on social media, on basically all the social media apps at day back in. So at day back in. And Dave already mentioned we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash backinmyday. And if you like the podcast and you want to help us out, you can uh, leave a little five-star review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. That really helps. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening. Thanks for joining me this time, guys. And uh, we'll see everybody on the other side. Snake.